everyone. Welcome to the Parenting Balance Podcast. My name is Kelly Williams. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and an ADHD parenting expert by experience. I'm here with my partner. Hi, I'm Teresa Van Pelt. I'm a licensed mental health counselor and anxiety parenting expert by experience. And for the past 10 years, Kelly and I have had a family practice in Florida. This podcast is for parents who want to really understand what's going on with ADHD and anxiety so you can ditch the chaos and feel confident and happy again. Everyone's heard of mindfulness, but in case you've been living under a rock, um, I'll tell you what it is. It's basically being in the now, being in the present without judgment. Yeah. So the research is really interesting, okay, because um, when they look at kind of our automatic thinking, which means our habit thinking, kind of the routines that we have day in and day out, where you go, what you do, some studies have said that up to 65% of the thoughts that we're thinking, they're automatic thoughts. Mm -hmm. And you know what that means? What does that mean? That we're not being mindful. We're actually on autopilot and we're just responding to what's going on in a really kind of unaware sort of a way. Yeah. Yeah. So mindfulness is simply this idea that you kind of stop for a moment and get in touch with what you're actually thinking and doing. And sometimes it means checking things out. Like, is this automatic or am I driving my own boat here? You know? Am I in the past? Am I thinking about the past? Am mm. I thinking about the future? Or am I thinking about making my bed right at this moment? Okay, so that's my... <laughs> that I, I used the making the bed analogy because... Yeah, that was how I learned mindfulness way back when. You know, I we read all these books, and of course we're therapists, and so we're into all this, um, you know, what, self-growth? Yeah. Okay. So, um, but I used to get so frustrated because I would be like, these people who are saying just sit down quietly and get – sit still for 20 minutes. Like that has no place in my life. Do you understand how much chaos goes on in a household full of two kids with ADHD and, you know, all this? So finally, I decided that I would just be mindful doing one task per day. And it was um, making my bed. And I got the idea because I was kind of in this place where every day it was so much work to be taking care of the kids and doing all this stuff. And yet at the end of the day, it doesn't feel like you actually accomplished anything, you know? And so I read and somewhere. And tired. Oh, my God. Yeah, right? Tell mm -hmm. me about it. So I read somewhere that at least if you wake up every morning and you make your bed, every time you need to know that you accomplished one thing in a day, you can go look at your bed. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. So every morning, that was my meditation practice. I would wake up. I would try to really focus on making the bed, on feeling the sheets, on tucking the corners, on appreciating the fabric, the opportunity to have the two minutes that it took to make the bed. And I don't think it was any more than two minutes. And that was it. That was my mindfulness practice every day. 
And then I really enjoyed that. So then I started, I put in an afternoon tea meditation and I would make a cup of tea. That's a popular one. Right, Mm -hmm. right. I would make a cup of tea and I would follow the same steps. And no matter what was going on, it didn't matter. Like as long as it's not on fire, you know, I can take two minutes and like think about making a cup of tea. It doesn't matter what else is going on, you know. I prefer the way I teach meditation to kids. Mm-hmm. Um, or actually not meditation, mindfulness, sorry. Um, I teach it by giving them a piece of candy. Oh, yeah. And so they put the candy in their mouth and they tell me, they describe how it tastes how it feels in their mouth, how it sounds when it's moving around, Uh how it feels. I might have said that one already, but that was my favorite. Such a good, it's such a great activity too, because, you know, mindful eating is a thing, right? You know, like so often we're rush, rush, rushing and we're, we're not thinking about what we're doing. We're not enjoying the food. We're not taking the time to even taste it. And, and then we can overeat or, you know, and feel terrible afterward. Yes. Right? That is one of the strategies that, um, that, uh, eating coaches, I don't know what they're called. Uh-huh. Um, sure. What they talk to people about is, um, to put that in practice, eat mindfully, eat yeah, pay mindfully. attention, right? Pay yeah. attention and so you tend to, to eat what you're less, doing and you don't have to count calories. You don't have to do anything. Just Pay Pay attention. attention. Be in the now. Yeah, don't let the autopilot turn on with the eating. So all this is really relevant to treating and um, coping well with ADHD and anxiety because so often um, we are living in a higher stress environment than average, right? Especially things that are happening today. Oh, man. I know you guys are going to hear this probably about a month after. And actually... No, two no, weeks. Yeah, two weeks or a week after we're, we're recording. <laughs> so if you're listening to this when it drops, we're in the middle of the COVID um, situation still. Yeah, and then there's a lot of stuff going on nationally that's really sad and a lot of things happening. So A lot of riots right now. And yeah, the, like um, I can't watch the news. I don't want to be on social media. Everything triggers stress for it's, me. It's very emotionally intense. The, the entire United States is very intense right now. So I'm using a lot of mindfulness techniques this week to help me cope Just with that live <laughs> well yeah let's talk about it right mm-hmm. so what kinds of things are you doing you know for me i know that we've talked about this in a previous episode i have been tapping all day today mm-hmm. so i'm using emotional freedom technique mm-hmm. um i like meditation i prefer guided meditation oh yeah me too yeah so guided meditation absolutely I'm just, sometimes when i feel something in my body and i don't like it it just could be like this like a bubble in my throat or like uh, butterflies in my stomach or some kind of feeling. I just kind of sit with it and mm-hmm. see like, what ah, is that telling me? Tolerate. That's yeah. kind of advanced. That's kind yeah. of advanced. So here's the thing is that the very first thing about being mindful is that we have to actually notice that something doesn't feel right mm-hmm. or something does feel right, right? Like right. You, you have to notice that. And then the pause, right? So that moment of contemplation 
is about just taking a moment to try to figure out where is this coming from? What is the, the thing that is giving me this sensation right now? And this bit about non-judgment, that's a really important part of it, right? Um, because so often we kind of scold ourselves. I think um, we've yes. probably talked about self-talk in, in previous episodes, but like we are our own worst critic and I'll speak for my family. You know, we just finally, Friday was the last day of school. And so today is the first day of summer vacation. And there's been, you know, it's been a weird time. Um, and so I had to do all these, or I wanted to do all these extra things to kind of, to kind of emphasize the transition, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> because, um, because we haven't, of course, been in school for weeks. And, um, and this is supposed to be summer fun. This is supposed to be the period of time where we're relaxed and we, we get to sort of recharge and recover and then get ready for the next year ahead. And so I had to be mindful about doing things to mark the transition so that we can remember that we're in relaxation time right now, even though to, to me as a parent, it doesn't feel very relaxing at all. You know, of course, we can't really go anywhere. And um, and if I let myself think too far into the future, I can become really sad and distraught and angry about what's happening right now, you know? Yeah. But I need to point out, too, that um, we talk about mindfulness when things are rough, but it's amazing when we feel great. Mm -hmm. And we're mindful of that. And, and we get to really look at that, yeah. And one of my favorite people, um, it was she's an EFT practitioner, Casey Van Putten. She says what she does, and I love this, is when you're feeling good, mm -hmm. just say more of this, please. Mm. So if you're sitting outside. Notice when you feel good. I yeah. love that. So notice when you feel good and when you have that good feeling. And, you know, she says, like, more of this, please. And I think of her every time. I have a good feeling. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, more of this, please. So that is a really interesting segue into how I go about teaching kids, hyper kids, you know, a lot of the time, how to be more mindful. Because, of course, this idea of like, hey, let's sit down and be still and focus on, you know, just go inward you know, yeah, like, that's like not boring. a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> not a thing. So I have this handout. It's called the emotion thermometer. And it's basically a rainbow. And it looks like a thermometer. And blue is at the bottom and blue is calm. And of course, red is at the top and red is, you know, um, out of control. And so we talk about we just use these these colors. And I say, well, what have you ever felt blue before? You know, what does that mean to you? And I'll tell you, it's really interesting that probably half of the kids that I meet, they don't know what blue is, okay? And this is really telling, that their existence, their sort of intensity is always in the middle or above or like high, you know? And we know this to be true about ADHD, right? But the thing is, as parents, we we kind of maybe can miss if, if we don't actually sit down and have a conversation about 
what does calm feel like to you, we can miss that. We can raise kids who go through a childhood without ever feeling calm. I don't know if this, and I'll ask you this, this is what I do with um, anxiety, kid, you know, anxiety kiddos. It's, they're not anxiety kiddos. Kids with anxiety, little ones. I like to take them outside. Mm, yeah. And that is a really grounding. Good, yeah, it's very grounding. Feet, bare feet on grass in the dirt. Absolutely. And there's something about breathing the outside air, mm-hmm. sunlight. Yeah, birds. Mm-hmm. And just listen, right? Because there's enough stimulation in the outside environment to keep them interested and, and engaged, but yet kind of the grounding bit of it with with the earth if someone's working up to a panic attack or if they're in the middle of a panic attack i usually instruct them to go outside Mm -hmm. absolutely well and so that's part of what my big calm down right so when when you have kids that have episodes of really strong emotions and these big tantrums or these big outbursts okay lots of of families come to me to try to help them figure out how to solve that problem. And what I always say is the very first thing is we have to get to know, we have to kind of normalize what calm feels like Mm -hmm. before we can try to intervene with more calm. Cause it's like, it's like, it's kind of like the glasses analogy, right? If you don't, if nobody's ever explained to you what it is what that internal experience is that you're going for you don't know what you're going for and my guess is that it would make more sense to take what does one step down look like Mm -hmm. you know if you're usually that's where the colors come in yeah Mm -hmm. so if you're at at yellow what does it take to get to green right because we can't go straight from orange to blue we we want to go one step at a time absolutely So this episode is about mindfulness. And one of the mindfulness techniques is meditation is one of them. There's many, and there's many ways that you can um, do mindfulness as well. And we've talked about Kelly's um, emotion thermometer. Yep, the emotion thermometer. Um, Teresa has wonderful guided meditations, aren't they on our website? Yes. Um, That's at mindbalancehealing.com. Absolutely. So there's lots of tools, right? There's lots of tools. There's lots of ways to bring this idea of mindfulness into your your family life. And remember that it doesn't involve having to have a perfectly pristine, clean environment with a nice candle and no noise. It doesn't cost anything either. (laughs) (laughs) Because for many of us, that's impossible, Mm. right? So mindfulness is simply being aware of what you are thinking, feeling, and doing in the moment without without judgment. judgment. That's right. So just noticing. Let me give this example of like when um, my kids, when I would have a really hard time when they were little. I'm remembering one time actually when I was at the grocery store and it was, you know, and with the kids and my son, I don't even know if my daughter was born yet. And I finally had to pick him up and put him on my shoulder and leave the store and just leave my grocery cart there in the middle of the place. 
<laughs> because it got so out of control, right? <laughs> and so I've got this little boy on my shoulder and I'm totally embarrassed and I'm walking out of the grocery store and leaving the cart and I'm thinking, I'm saying to myself, this is happening. This is actually happening, you know? And I'm not thinking about how angry I am or embarrassed or anything. I'm just, I'm trying to stay in this moment. Like, I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to get us out of the store. I'm going to go home and, you know, and we'll just have to start again, right? I could have been thinking about how embarrassed I was or how, you know, what's going to happen to this grocery cart or the next time I come in the store, you know, will I be ashamed to show my face? But I was trying to really just stay in the now and say, this is happening. This is what I'm doing. And that's it, right? Sounds like that was your reset button. <laughs> I talked to kids too with anxiety about a reset button. Yeah. You know, because when things are going bad, like you can do a reset and it, you know, but that was your reset button. This is happening. This is happening. I say that all the time, less now, thankfully, that they're older. But um, yeah, so that non judgmental awareness, right? If I was kind of thinking about how I can't believe how he's embarrassing me, or there must be something wrong with me because I can't control my kid, or I didn't you know, see any other parents walking out with their kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of those things are laced with all that judgment, right? Yes. And then we're going to be in that loop in our head that's not good. No, no, not a happy place. It's not helpful and it's not productive. Not helpful. So, yeah, so mindfulness is being aware of what you're thinking and doing in the moment without judgment. There are lots of ways to be mindful the, the interesting thing is that the benefits of mindfulness are not time dependent, okay? So it doesn't matter how long you do it. You can do it for two minutes a day when you make your bed, or you can do it for two hours a day. But it's actually the consistency over time that kind of generates the results. And the results are pretty amazing, a regular mindfulness practice is proven to be as effective as taking an antidepressant meditation. To, medication. To supporting your mood. Did yeah. I say meditation? I think you did, but I could be wrong. I might have. <laughs> antidepressant medication. That's amazing. Yeah. It's fascinating, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So it's pretty good stuff. It's been around for thousands of years. So my logic says there's got to be something to it if it's been around for that long. Um, and here's what we're going to do. Let's put some mindfulness resources in the show notes for this episode yeah, to kind of give parents a start. We want to inspire you to consider um, how to bring more mindfulness into your day-to-day, -day, even though your life may feel really out of control right now because we're all in this place of not knowing about the future and of course when you've got hyper kids and you're home with them 24 7 it's exhausting it is and we would love to hear your ideas because you probably think of ideas that we've never thought of and if you want to Join, join our, our podcast community. community we would love to have you um and that's on facebook 
at Parenting Balance Community. Um, we Parenting love, Balance Podcast Community. Oh, sorry. Parenting Balance Podcast Community. We would love for you to be on there and join the other parents and supporting each other. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. And speaking of our community, our next episode was inspired by, by the questions. Community. Yeah, yeah. questions that they're asking. So your takeaway for today is that even a simple two minutes a day mindfulness practice can yield really good results as far as helping you to regulate mood and reduce stress. Thank you for listening to the Parenting Balance podcast. To join our mailing list, go to parentingbalance.com slash podcast. When you join, you will be notified of upcoming live Q&As. You can help us plan future episodes. We'd love to hear comments and questions. You can reach us by email, hello at parentingbalance.com. And if you found this information helpful, please share it with anyone else who can benefit and subscribe and give us a rating on your podcast platform. And until then, remember, different isn't wrong. Mm-hmm.